Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So let's go to AAA Indianapolis and let's check in with Andrew Kappas, one of their play-by-play broadcasters. Andrew, thanks for joining us, man. How are you? I'm doing good, Dan. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm great, and I'm sure you are as well after seeing just what I would assume would be a superb outing from Mitch Keller. Have you seen anything like it before? Uh, it was simply unreal. And, and, you know, Tyler Glass now is here for a couple of years, as you kind of alluded to, and he had, he had similar outings as that, especially when he came back down from being in the Pirate bullpen and, and kind of went back into the rotation was dominant. But uh, I've never seen anything like it. And the night actually didn't get off to a good start for Mitch. He gave up a leadoff single to the first batter he faced in Danny Woodrow, and then he walked the next two guys. So he had bases loaded, nobody out, and then he went on to strike out 12 of the next 13 guys. And uh, we, we asked him after the game, hey, what, kind of in a joking manner, but somewhat serious, hey, what was up with the first inning? He said he actually couldn't see Christian Kelly, like literally couldn't see him, his, uh, his catcher, because the sun was setting and kind of going in. They have gates here. We're in Toledo, Ohio, uh, right behind home plate. The sun was shining right in his eyes. And he was kind of on his release point in that first inning, just throwing a little bit blind, which is kind of scary to think that uh, he still had the success that he did, striking out the side with the bases loaded. But once the sun set behind the, behind the gate there, uh, he was just lights out. They couldn't touch him. And he was throwing all four of his pitches for strikes. And, boy, it was really fun to watch. Andrew Kapp is a AAA broadcaster for Indianapolis with us here on the NASCAR Roofing Preview Show as we get you ready for Bucks Brewers Game 2 of the series. Our farm report brought to you by Western PA Kubota Dealers. Does he look Major League ready to you, Andrew? I suppose that's a silly question after you see a kid strike out 13 in five innings, but you've uh, been able to differentiate between who or what is fraudulent down there in AAA and having success and a sound process that will play at the major league level. Can you differentiate here what Keller's outing was and what he is at this moment? I think he's ready, but and this is maybe punting on your answer, but I think it's not the worst thing in the world if he gets a little bit more seasoning because the one thing that we've seen with young guys, even at this level, is that, uh, that old adage, everybody's got a plan until you're punched in the face. And, and Mitch got here last year, and I think he had gotten by on a lot of his stuff. Uh, at, at the low A, high A, and double A level. He got here and you're facing guys that have been in the big leagues and in some cases have been in the big leagues and have had success for, for quite a while. Uh, guys like Carlos Gonzalez were on opening day rosters, has over 200 career major league home runs, uh, and he was down in AAA. And he didn't have that success right away, and I think he struggled with that at first, with that a little bit of adversity that he had never faced. And he finally kind of figured out how to get past that this year. And I think he's ready. I think he can put him in that rotation. I think what you saw from the, the final three innings in his debut at Great American Ballpark is the real Mitch Keller and not really that first inning, which anybody's going to have an inning like that. It's just a shame it came uh, right off the bat for Mitch. But uh, a little bit of seasoning wouldn't hurt, but I also think that he could succeed if he goes up there to Pittsburgh. How much did the slider play? We've been hearing about this third pitch and, and that being part of the reason why Keller – uh, isn't a mainstay in, in the Pirates' rotation. And, okay, I can buy that. That's real. We saw it a little bit in that start against the Reds. Uh, was it a factor last night? If so, how much so? It was a huge factor because it really set up his fastball that 
he's now learning to mix speeds in. You know, he was just sitting 95 pretty much consistently uh, when, when we first saw him. Now he'll go anywhere between 94 and 99 on the four-seamer and then throw in that slider or a cutter, depending on you know, however you want to term it. And uh, that was his real swing in this pitch last night because he would raise the eye level with the four-seam and then go down and away on righties with that slider. And, and when you can do that and throw both those pitches for strikes, or at least make them look like they're going to be strikes. I don't care what level you're pitching at. With that type of velo difference, which is about on average between 8 and 12 miles an hour difference, uh, guys aren't really going to have a good time hitting that. And uh, Toledo certainly couldn't. And I know there's a ton of big leaguers that wouldn't, be able to hit, wouldn't have been able to hit it last night either. And you mix in that with the curveball, which we've seen from Mitch over the years, and, and you really have kind of a complete arsenal that is uh, Major League ready. Andrew Kappas, play-by-play man, AAA Indianapolis, with us uh, here on the NASCO Roofing Preview Show. What are the coaches saying about Mitch Keller and his major league readiness? So what is Brian Esposito, the second-year manager, Brian Hickerson, the first-year pitching coach? Have you talked to them about it? Yeah, and, you know, they, they kind of have the same thinking is that you want to be cautious, especially with a guy like Mitch Keller and that he's a high school pick. Uh, they have, they've really taken their time moving him up the system, and rightfully so. Uh, because you don't want confidence to be shaken. And I think that's why it was good that they let Mitch finish that first inning at Great American Ballpark, and look what happened. He settled in and pitched three scoreless innings. I, I think Brian would tell you the same, something similar to what I just said, in that if you bring him up to Pittsburgh, he'll get guys out. But also, from the long-term point of view, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to see him dominate a couple more times here. Uh, I don't think you can really go wrong. Um, I, I do think the, the results kind of speak for themselves, both with Mitch here in Indianapolis, but also with, uh, with the big league club and their needs right now. Uh, and, I, and I think Brian would say the same thing. One of the needs is bullpen help. Uh, as we chat with Andrew Kappas, uh, iTribe's play-by-play guy, uh, 10 games for Michael Feliz, a one two zero ERA. You don't like to look at ERA to evaluate relievers, but you can look at uh, 15 innings and six games finished and, and 22 strikeouts in those 15 innings. Is he somebody that can help the Pirates in the bullpen right now? I think so. He's a really interesting talent because he's got that power fastball and a pretty good breaking ball, too, to complement it, which as a one- or two-inning guy, that's really all you need. It's just it's kind of interesting. He's one of those guys that just seemingly, I don't want to say takes hitters off, but he'll be lights out against the first guy that he faces, and then all of a sudden he'll walk a guy on four pitches and then put the next two guys away. So I think if you can keep him on track and kind of put the blinders on, so to speak, he can be a dominant pitcher at the major league level and one that they kind of insisted be included in that Garrett Cole trade. Jung Ho-Gung looking to get more consistent contact out of him. That's what's been said numerous times about Gung's struggles, which at the big league level uh, is all of his last 23. You look at the AAA numbers in uh, the eight games, and 11.83 OPS is going to play. Four extra base hits, 12 of 31. Uh, was he making more consistent contact down there in 3A, Andrew? The biggest thing that we noticed was just the, the level of contact. I mean, it was loud in the crowd, Mike. I mean, it was uh, the exit velocities were, you know, pretty routinely between 98 and 110, kind of in between that ballpark range, which would obviously put him in the, uh, the upper 90 percentile in the big leagues. And I, I know it's AAA pitching, but the big thing is the timing with the swing, which seemingly wasn't 
there, especially nearing the end right before he got put on the I.L., which probably had a lot to do with that side discomfort and with the, the muscle issues that he was having. But he's 100% healthy now. He's got the timing back now. And he's moving pretty good defensively, too. So if you could take those two things, and the one thing that I don't think he was doing, at least on a nightly basis, was taking his struggles of the plate out into the field. Now I think both can kind of complement each other now that he's got his mind right on that rehab assignment with the, uh, with the Indians. Andrew, you're in Triple A Toledo. I think there's a Gradkowski's restaurant out there uh, somewhere. Bruce Gradkowski, obviously a friend of the station, native of Pittsburgher, and a uh, Toledo legend as the I tribe uh, Indianapolis uh, taking on the Mud Hens of Toledo. What is a Mud Hen, by the way, Andrew? Do you know? I, I, do, I don't know. It, it's, I'm looking at the logo right now. The best thing I can describe is it's somewhere between a cross of a chicken and a duck. I, I don't really know what, the, what, what kind of animal it is or if it really exists. Luckily, I've not encountered an actual one here in Toledo. I'm not sure. I don't have a zoologist or anything with me, so I'm not sure how I would defend myself or if I would even need to defend myself. I'm not really sure. I think that's on the menu at Gradkowski's, so you might be able to have a It might be a real thing. It might be. (laughs) I might go try it then. All right. Well, you said on Twitter that we're going to discuss great places to eat in Toledo. Come on, your submission. It's got to be City Egg. It's right outside the hotel, and uh, they pretty much put... A pretty much any breakfast food you could ever think of, and put it on a plate, and they fry it together. And uh, so it's easy. I don't like to work very hard for my food, and uh, and to eat my food for that matter. And it's just really convenient. So if you're ever in the beautiful country of Toledo, Ohio, whether you're going to a Mud Hens game or not, City Egg highly recommend. And they're uh, very much not paying me to say this, so I'm an unpaid spokesperson. Uh, fair enough. Uh, so goes uh, the, the life uh, in the minor leagues, but Andrew <laughs> Kappas does it better than uh, anybody out there. Big ice cream connoisseur as well, Andrew Kappas, AAA Indianapolis broadcaster. A lot of good insight. Thanks so much, man. We'll catch up with you later. Dan, always a pleasure, buddy. There he is, Andrew Kappas. They don't make him any better, guys. He's been in uh, Indianapolis, I think, for, what, four or five years now at least, and he does a terrific, terrific job. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.